0: Welcome back, people. It's episode 15 of season three of the Taxi Squad podcast. We're a few days early, but you will hear this on the 13th of April, which will be a Thursday. Like every other Thursday, Vinny, you're back from the Masters, you took some time off, you're fucking refreshed, finally talking about how fucking hot it was, and oh my god, it's Georgia in April, so, how you feeling?
1: Dude, I feel great, Uh, I would be lying to you if I said I was glad to be back, Um, it was a good time. (laughs) Me and the boys went to a couple different states, got our golf in, Uh, really put into perspective how fucking horrible I am at golf after going to the Masters and seeing it. But yeah, no, it was wonderful. We'll obviously talk about it in a little bit. But yeah, it was overall just a fucking great time and honestly, beautiful course. Like people say it all the time. They're like, hey, it's the craziest like course you'll ever see. Like it's everything was just pristine and beautiful and perfect. It seemed it was Disney World for a grown man. Honestly, that's what it kind of felt like. Really? Yeah, truly. Really? But how many
0: pimento pimento cheese sandwiches did you have? All right. So I had
1: one. Yeah. And if we're going to go overrated, underrated, that might be the most overrated thing I've ever had in my life. Not going to lie. I mean, I get that it's part part of the whole thing, but then I ate it and I was like, "Eh, whatever. I'm like, kind of like,
0: ew. I'm like, give me some meat. (laughs) We're starting off this show hot. All right. Ready? Yeah. Fuck one, marry one, kill one. You ready? Yeah. All right. Pimento cheese sandwich, egg salad sandwich, or tuna salad sandwich.
1: Dude, I fuck with tuna heavy.
0: Okay, so you're marrying I'm married
1: that girl. I love me some
0: tuna. Pimento cheese or egg salad. I
1: wish you would have put chicken salad in there, but um, well,
0: see, that's why I got to add in the gross element because, like, there's yeah. one like kind of clear winner here that most any a fat kid would take, but then again, yeah. there is some also thought process here of like, well, I don't know, I haven't had the you know the the pimento cheese because it's just like a yeah, fucking well, cheese yeah I mean,
1: pimento's good for the rarity, but then you eat it and you're like, it's missing something. Like I feel I like an egg salad. Eating that. Yeah, go ahead. I just couldn't like like egg salad has a little more substance on it. And I think I know what you're getting at. Cause it was 87 degrees outside and just eating a pimento cheese when you're just sweating like that is a fucking weird experience. So I'd say overall, I would probably fuck the egg salad and throw the pimento out. But it, I mean, I get why people would like it. Okay, so I we're, just killing,
0: think... we're killing the pimento. So what yeah, you're saying it... is, is eating dairy on a very hot, humid day not ideal is not ideal okay
1: yeah fair enough not ideal fair enough. that being said though i mean like the concessions were like so cheap and then you know i blew a bag at the at the store so you know it, it all ends up coming around but yeah wonderful time man.
0: over under 500 at the store
1: i went under actually
0: okay so i okay. was because I, I, I had
1: more i had more in my bag uh another buddy with me ended up throwing 700 down he's like well my <sighs> brother's paying me for some of it so that was okay. a lot well, that's Um fair. so yeah the out of the four of us i think i spent the second most but yeah because it was worth it i spent about 480 bucks so
0: how many oh so we were close so we yeah. we approached almost yeah. the 500 mark. yeah but, but then again I, mean, I had
1: another 180 bucks in my bag that i put away
0: <laughs> how many times are you gonna go to the masters and get the official swag of the masters right
1: very rarely
0: That's and Vince, why thought. don't you remind I'm... everybody just listening to the podcast Like, how in the hell did you go to the fucking Masters? Because anybody i told this story to is just like, that's not even fucking believable.
1: Yeah, so a PSA for you, and I've been doing it for a while. There is a raffle every year, so if you put your name in enough, eventually you're ideally going to get it. Or you'll get it first time like my buddy Richie. Shout out to Richie. He hasn't had a shout out in this podcast in a while. Hey, Richard.
0: Richard. Hey, Richard. Um, Richard. Um,
1: So, yeah, we... uh, he went on there. I think it. I think it opens in June. So have, be on a lookout next couple months. I'll obviously tell everybody when I put it in. It's going to mess up my odds, but it's okay.
0: Um, but yeah, sick. you just
1: go in, put your name, and you hope. And every year you get a message back saying, "I'm sorry you weren't selected this year." But Richard was lucky this year, and he got the invite. And he was so nice as to invite me as well. So I got to go experience it real time. I went to the Wednesday practice round. So. It comes with its qualms and it comes with its positives. I got to see the skip across the pond thing. Um, I was sitting in aiming corner for a decent amount of the time. Like all these, like the landscapers, everybody, like every hole had its own person and they were just filling divots and make sure everything was just perfect and pristine. It was all, it was all wonderful. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall it was cool. Saw Rory. Saw the guy who ended up winning it. Um, I was around John Rom for basically the whole time. We were just following it. Um, so yeah, I mean it was just it was cool to see. It was cool to see everybody in a little bit chiller atmosphere than you know, during the tournament. And you could tell even watching the tournament after, it was like, oh, like the, the whole whole feeling change where it's a lot more tense and a lot more sports specific when where when i went it kind of seemed like a little bit of like a fun time everybody's having a good time um yeah and the no phone thing it's kind of nice to unplug i didn't mind not having a phone the entire time i kind of wasn't even checking for it
0: so you were so you were like feeling good about the fact that you weren't totally just fucking full-blown millennialing or how do you how, how could you say you were millennialing or being a millennial
1: in oh, society. I was like, what is, is this millennial? word you're making Is that up?
0: millennialing? I don't know. Millennialing? How, how do con- Min- millennialing? Yeah,
1: millennialing? I mean, we're, we're both millennials. I'd like to make it clear. Yeah, that both right.
0: So so like the Gen oh. Z crowd probably just would have had three shits and a kitten. But yeah. I, I mean, there was yeah, a couple but- times...
1: It was a Wednesday, so it was like a work day. So a couple of us had some phantom vibrations that we thought was happening, but it wasn't. Um, just based on, off of impulse. Um, but no, it was fine, man. It's like I didn't really care. I was like just taking everything in, experiencing it all, and it was cool. cool. I mean, like, that's the thing. If you're not a big golf guy, like I guess it's gonna affect you a little bit differently. I would say I'm I'm middle of the road. I'm not the craziest big golf guy, but it is cool to see something that's so legendary like that, and that's been around. Like, I was just walking down by the putting green and Gary player player was just on the putting green, just putting in putts. I was like, that's fucking sick. Um, let me go over to the driving range.
0: Yeah. Hey Gary. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, did you interact with anybody? Was tiger there? Were you like tiger? Okay. So tiger got injured. Oh yeah, that's right. I know, but he didn't get injured during practice.
1: So he, he had an injury going into the tournament.
0: Oh, and okay. I didn't even he know
1: that. practiced on Monday and Tuesday and didn't go out on okay. Wednesday, so Dang. I didn't get to fucking see Lt. Gray, and I was kind of pissed about that, but it's all right because everything else was awesome. I saw just about everybody else I wanted to. Good old Jordan Spieth, uh, obviously John Rahm, Tony Finau, a lot of the big names. So it, yeah, it was just enjoyable to see. It was cool to see guys that are just that good at golf, golf. You know, because um, it, yeah, like again, it just reminds me. We went to Kentucky after that and we went to go golf in Kentucky. And oh man, I just like hit the ball and I was like, how the fuck do they do it? Like, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. You got to live it, breathe it every day.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're the best of what they do, and they play right. literally their, their entire lives. Like, that's what they are born to do in a weird way. And, like, yeah. I feel like the only way you can get that good all the time is if you just live and breathe the sport. All the time. Right. And
1: that's, that is yeah. that is really what it is. So there, it's just more of an appreciation. And I'm not a big watching golf guy, but I watched the whole Masters this year just because I felt a connection to it, you know? Sure. Um, well, yeah, I might
0: have been the last guy to see the tree before it fell over. See that shit? Yeah, can you explain what the fuck happened with that tree? It's just like it was up, it was up, and then it was down.
1: Like yeah, there was I don't know no what in it...
0: between with that tree, it was up, it was and then next minute down. Yeah, so so like, we had a little then bit then of then, like fall in between a guy.
1: Yeah, okay. So technically two trees fell and they fell on both sides of the guy. <laughs> so <laughs> this guy just missed both trees. He was standing in the middle, like, oh, okay. Um so no one knows what really happened. Um, at least no one was on their phone, so they weren't looking down, so they were well aware of what was happening, which is cool. Um, so maybe that's another plus for the no phone thing. Um, for sure. But, so when we went on Wednesday, it was not a cloud in the sky, 87 degrees, like, too, like it was too much. <laughs> like after a while, I was like, Jesus, I'm sweating my ass off. Next day, it was, I think, like 58 to 60 and rainy. Um, so a couple times throughout the event, they actually delayed – For people that didn't watch, they actually delayed the event a couple times, um, which kind of messed with some of the people's paces and whatever it may be, which we'll get to in a moment. But um, I think what probably happened with that is there was a lot of wind and crazy weather, and then it went away. And then the more wind and crazy weather happened, and then it just snapped the tree in the wrong spot, and it just popped down. Um, That has to be the assumption, because I don't really know how else that happened. But, I mean, shit about... What twenty minutes after that happened, it was like it never happened, and they just kept playing the game. So, that's just a shout out to the groundskeeper guys that knew what the hell to do at that point.
0: (laughs) Somebody almost died. No big deal. Get the fucking trees out of here. Let's keep it moving. Think about
1: that bag. Think about the bag you get
0: if you if you get smacked by a tree in the Masters. If if that guy broke a limb at the Masters, he would be a millionaire by now.
1: Yeah. And probably a member (laughs) at Augusta National.
0: (laughs) Yeah, which you have to be chosen to be a member at Augusta National. The tree chose him, brother. (laughs) I I get it. But so, so like, Vince, you were at a practice round. Like, do you think being at, like, the full-blown event would have been better? Or do you believe, like, going to see the skip competition, just the lighthearted fun of the Masters, minus being hot as fuck and your ball sticking to the side of your leg and you're just out there? And it's just like sticky and warm in Georgia in April, which usually yeah. is like a toss up. But sticky and warm. I mean, nine times <laughs> out of 10, sticky and warm. So, I mean, like, for example, would you have rather been at like the practice round, which is a little bit more fun, or would you have rather been at a day where it was actually co- competition and you're there? And it, like, how would you like go about that? Would you prefer? Yeah, to I mean, it we talked. we were talking right?
1: about it as it was going. Um, obviously it'd be really cool to be there. Like, best case scenario you're there on a sunday and you're sitting at the 18th green wait waiting for your guy to win the masters that's what you want to see ideally um but i was just we were talking about it as we were going like hey is this better off than just coming to the first or second round or whatever it may be i think the practice round is probably better um because you get the par three competition and all the guys bring their kids out and they they golfers don't really show much you know Emotion at all. <laughs> so sure. to have that and like come out and like Rory brings his kids out and they go and shoot the ball. It's just a fun atmosphere. Um, it seemed a little looser. Uh, what you don't see is guys making putts. So maybe they should have probably practiced some more putts. But what happens really is you hit the ball and then the caddy goes down, throws like four different balls down, and then you just kind of guess putt a little bit here or there. So it was very lackadaisical. Um, I think that was probably a good thing. Um, just for us on first time, just kind of see everything and know you're not missing anything too crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think overall I preferred to be there on a practice like if it were me, I would go Sunday or I would go Wednesday. So I'm, I think
0: we went to the second best day possible. Okay. So it's kind of like a balance of both worlds then. Right. So it's not necessarily saying one's better than the other, but they get totally two different feelings. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, exactly. It's like two different
1: atmospheres. Um, And then it was also better to watch it at home, too, because that was the thing, too. You can't like if you're in a spot, you're in a spot like you can't be like, oh, I'm at hole 18 and someone's teeing off at four. Like, how am I going to get over there? Like You got to go walk your ass over there and hopefully you're there in time. So um, it's better on TV for that purpose. Yeah. just so you can see everything. um So I, yeah, I don't know. When I was watching it on TV, I was like, I was over there the other day, and I was over here the
0: other day." I just, saw that hole cool. and I saw that hole, and, and that place is there. really cool.
1: And there's a concession stand right behind it. Like, all and the tree fell down
0: right there, and I ate a pimento yeah. cheese sandwiches and shit my pants shortly thereafter. Over there, <laughs> dude. And honestly, that- yeah. <laughs>
1: Not good, not good for the colon. Those pimento cheeses.
0: No kidding. um, They had,
1: did have they had Dary a beer called the Crows Nest that was pretty good. Um, can you get and the then Crows also, nest anywhere else? That's true, and it was delicious. Where,
0: where can you um, get the Crows Nest though? Can you get it anywhere else or not? no? No, you get okay. it at the Masters. Was it awesome? Yeah, and they also
1: just didn't have any branding. So, like, you want to get a Gatorade, you got a Blue Sports drink. You want to get like a a, like a Coca Cola, yeah. you just got like a. Like regular cola.
0: <laughs> none of it sure, was none of it cola. Was of okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, sh- like, I mean, I'm not gonna write like the best thing about the food is the price point. Nothing to write home about on the food.
0: They um, make billions almost. I mean, every year. I mean, they they who knows what they charge to play at that place. I mean, the money oh, there it's is insane. exemplary. It's insane. That's like,
1: why the sandwiches are buck fifty and all that. Shit, they, yeah, you don't have that's to what I said.
0: Make money off of that. Yeah, like when Wifey said to me, she's like, did you look at the master's menu, how cheap it is? I said, do you have any idea how much money that place is fucking worth? I don't care. They don't give a shit. There's one event a year and it's there.
1: Yeah, and like back to the gills, shoulder to shoulder, that kind of shit.
0: Well, here's a thought process, and I don't know if this year was the case because it did rain so much, and there was, you know, inclement weather. And I know the day you were there, but did it look as if like the greens were too green? Does that make sense? Because there has been some speculation that the greens that they spray paint them that they spray paint them, right? Is that true?
1: I didn't see anybody with any spray paint.
0: Well, um, Vince! You're not gonna fucking see people with spray paint. It's I know. Not gonna be like they're out I there with fucking spray paint. Like get the fuck away from me! Like the whole thing. Do, they're not gonna do it, that. They're gonna be like it looks yeah, covert about it.
1: It's better groomed than a baseball field, so mm-hmm. everything looks pristine. So I don't That's know if how. there was a difference specifically with the green. Everything just looked like a plus, um, a plus plus. So it could have had that because, I mean, it is spring in Georgia, so there could have been some yellow grass and stuff like that. But I assume sure. that they probably plant new stuff every year. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't – to me, to me, it, I, I can't make a call as if that were to or not to happen. Um, I don't think that they were also putting bird noises into it. Maybe they were doing it on TV, but that's also a – a thing that people say, but overall, I I think it was just. I mean, if they do spray paint it, they spray paint it real nicely because it's not noticeable in, in any occasion.
0: Were there a lot of Tweety birds, though? To your point, I mean, yeah, they they may fake they the bird noise. There, there were, were. A for a while. Birds.
1: For a while, we were like, where are the fucking? Birds. I mean, there's trees everywhere. And then you start seeing the birds come out of the woodwork and you're like, Oh, that's okay, suspicious. there's a shit ton of birds here. Yeah. That's well, that's suspicious. what I thought. And then there was a ton of birds. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Those are the they, birds.
0: They sound like government operatives to me. Those well, are...
1: birds aren't real. I don't know if you've heard that. Birds
0: aren't real at all. That's a total conspiracy. Yeah. Birds aren't fucking think
1: real. about it. Yeah. Have you ever seen a bird that wasn't suspicious? I haven't.
0: Why are they on wires all the time? Are they recharging? Potentially. Are they spying Possibly. on you? Totally other podcast. Yes. Anyways, yeah. Brooks Koepka came out and conspiracy. recently said, Tech Squad Conspiracy happens now and again. Not going to do it this time. But <laughs> no, Brooks Koepka did come out and say that the pace of play was too slow. And he claimed oh, yeah. that's why it fucked him up and why he went three under. Do you believe that's Fugazi or Gazy?
1: He's right. It was okay. slow.
0: So it's Fugazi.
1: The other argument to that, though, is if you're a gamer, you're going to game. You know, if you're going to blame everything else on anything for you losing, that's on you, man. Um, Patrick Cantley, you can't play like that. Patrick Cantlay was the guy who played in front of Brooks and John. Patrick Rom.
0: Cantlay, you can't play like that. God damn it. You Why does play. your name have to rhyme like that?
1: Yeah. And he was it's for real. <laughs> he was uh, more than a few strokes behind him where it's just like, hey, you don't, you're not real. you don't really have any skin in the game here. You're just trying to get like in a decent that. spot like right he should speed up his play and it was slow. And that seems to be consensus with everybody is that they were just playing slow. Like it's just, it is what it is. And you can't be doing that in front of the, the group of guys that are playing to win it right now. Like I, he said that John Rahm went to the bathroom seven times. I don't know if that's humanly possible on a golf course, unless you're just throwing beers back. But um, maybe he's poop. just like, Hey, I'm going to go over there take a piss. And when I get back, we might actually have a chance to hit the ball. <laughs>
0: so- it could have been nervous diarrhea. I mean, nervous diarrhea is a thing. Could he could have had the shits. Maybe the shits. Well, then maybe maybe he happy the that they waited shits. back. I was about to say maybe it was the winning shits. He needed the winning shits. The shits of very win. much not been. wind, but win. Of win. <laughs> win. Yeah. Interesting. And like
1: that's the thing. Brooks Brooks had a three stroke lead going into the final day, and he ended up with an eight under, which he went three. He went three over his final round. Like it doesn't matter what happens there. You can't do that. That's just, that is what it is. I'd agree. So he's, yeah, he's right they were slow, but 10. no, he wasn't right that he should have been fucking, like, go play the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's a lot of Americans in this top 10. I mean, it's kind of impressive yeah. how many, but, you know, John Rom being the Spaniard that he is one. And I had no idea that he was even a Spaniard. and supposedly Yeah, you listen to him like talk, good. and
1: you're like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, and he's like really good friends with Zach Ertz, supposedly.
1: And J.J. Watt. So they were in a group chat and those were the two guys that were in the group chat with them was J.J. Watt and Zach Ertz. Um, Yeah. And and John Rahm starts off with a with a double bogey because Zach Ertz said the greens are looking easy and then he just completely (laughs) ruined them for the first one. And then it basically seemed like after that double bogey, everything went for him, which was awesome. He was stroking real nice on Wednesday. I can tell you that from an in-person perspective. Um, And that's a big boy. That's 6'2, yeah, and that's a meaty man, John Rom. And he just went out there and started stroking the ball. That's
0: what he needed to do. I mean, there was no other option for that guy. Yeah. He just needed to get out there and get after it. I mean, Kepka's a big good dude, too. I mean, like, yes, there's the thing, like, these are some legitimate athletes. And I think athletes. people don't, Fuck, like, yeah. feel like, don't give them the amount of credit that they deserve. But I mean, it does take that amount of athlete to compete, at, I believe, at this level. I mean, granted, it's the bougiest sport you can play. There's yeah. no doubt about it. <laughs> tennis but, is pretty bougie too. But yes. Yeah, tennis is bougie, but there's not tennis doesn't take 4 hours of an afternoon in the middle of a field somewhere and you eat hot yeah. dogs and drink beer and talk about how much you hate your wife, you know? Like that's why I haven't gotten
1: married. I just want to go out there and not have to think about a wife. <laughs> That's really why.
0: Are like, I golf because it just gives me an opportunity to get out of the house. It's like, well, you yeah, you your life. Okay,
1: yeah, like what? Like what's your problem, man? <laughs>
0: like, what's, what's your problem? You don't like to be home.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, that,
0: what, get a better like, wife. Why don't you like golf, doing? Mike? I'm like, cause I like life. Like life's a good thing. It's just like I don't need golf.
1: Well, Vince you can go like, with me. I'm not going to be talking it. about having to get away from my wife. I'm just trying to knock a couple claws back and have a good time Vince, with my voice.
0: Vince, I'm down. I'm down. Got to get a little bit of the long game going. But, I'll, you know, I'll do my best. You know, at okay. the end of the day, we're, not, we're here for a good time, not a long time. We got to okay. do that. We were talking about it all last season. It never happened. But at the end yeah. of the day, the final of the Masters was a a good one. I don't know. I don't watch the yeah. shit because I can't. Because it's like fucking watching paint dry to me. It's like when yeah. people are no, like, I get it. About, and it's like that for most Yeah, it's like I can't. I can't like physically watch this shit. People are like, oh, I love to watch it. It's so peaceful. I'm like, just go take a nap. It's yeah. fine. I get it. But in your eyes, was this like a masters to remember? Is it a masters that you will always like hold close to your heart? I mean,
1: yes, because I went. That's it. Okay. Um, okay, but. As far as competition level, like it was cool to see the leaderboard change like that, but there wasn't a lot of competition at the end. I mean, John Rahm ended up winning by four strokes. He had a way, way, way better round than Brooks did at the end of it there. Um, A couple things, though, that did happen that were cool. First thing is Sam Bennett. I don't know if you heard this story. Um, Is he the amateur? Yeah. So first off, when you go to the Masters or you watch the Masters, they say amateur. And it's only the masters. And it's just like, oh yeah, he's an amateur. And you're like, he's a what? Like what are you talking about? Like
0: amateur? It's like amateur? Mike when it's he like, tries no. to pronounce sausage as opposed to sausage. Yeah. Because like, like, like they're like Mike, you're an you're an amateur. You're an amateur sausage, sausage. maker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um yeah, but Sam Bennett, Texas A and M golf, uh, he goes and shoots in minus two, easy. Um, and then comes back and gets gets cheered on. The only shitty thing is, is he can't get paid by the PGA cause he is an amateur <laughs> golfer, but it was cool to see that. And then also Phil Mickelson shooting seven under to go minus eight for the tournament on the last day. Um, was pretty crazy. If I didn't hate Phil Mickelson so much, I probably would be excited about that.
0: Why do you got to hate on Phil? Phil's a pretty good dude. Um, no, well, the first thing... Time? Dude's damn near 60, and he's still competing? I he mean, complains that's pretty all the fucking time. Impressive. It's
1: cool. It is cool. He's it's impressive. Old. I'm not going to take he away his ability. Complain. No, but he said he was joining Live because it's going to change the game, which is not why. He took all the money because of money. Well,
0: no um, shit.
1: Right, but also, like, fuck off and don't lie. Like, Brooks Koepka's like, I'm taking it because they're going to give me a lot of money. And I'm like, respect. I respect the shit out of that. You're not lying to everybody. Um... And then also, and I, we talked about this a little before recording here, but, like, they, they had the Masters dinner every year for the people that have won the Masters, and everybody there was, like, there hanging out, eating whatever Scotty Scheffler had his Scotty Sliders or whatever the hell it was, and Phil Mickelson sat in the corner and didn't talk to anybody the whole time. Like, why did he even come? Let's just leave, dude. Like, what are you doing Maybe
0: here? he was, just wasn't in the mood, Vince. Maybe he just wanted to why eat was he there? get the fuck out of Dodge. Because he's no. a crotchety old man, Vince. I mean, he's an old man. Yeah. Dad.
1: Yeah, he's lame, dude. Yeah, you I'm not know.
0: Focusing I, mean, guy. I mean, dude's been around a long time. I mean, you can't hate on him too much. Yeah, I right? I, I mean, won't. he went to ASU, graduated oh class Louis in 92. Sorry, He's, he's 52. <laughs> he's 52. You know, I mean, it's not ancient, but I mean, he's up there. You know, he's a yeah. Gen Xer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's one of the older guys in the tournament, so to speak. For sure. Of them are like not older 30. than
1: Fred Couples. Who? Another shout out, Fred Fred Couples, legendary PGA golfer, king of the '90s. Uh, Fred Couples makes the cut in the Masters. So if you've won the Masters previously, you always get an invite shout back, no Fred. matter how old you are. Fred Couples ends up making it to making it pass or making to the final day, which was cool. He didn't get anywhere close to winning it, but shit, just the fact that he made the cut is insane.
0: Shout out to Fred.
1: Yeah, um, Victor things. Hovland. Nice round as well. Jordan Spieth doing six hundred, end up getting seven under in the tournament. It was good. It was fun, but this was dominated by John Rahm, and it seems like everybody was on John Rahm right off the bat. So,
0: That's shout good out run. to him.
1: Congrats on winning, to John Rahm. You can go back to Spain and bring your masters with you. Bring your go
0: back to you. Spain with your siestas and the rest of it. Now, one last question, Vince, and this is where yep. I'll leave it. Would sure. you rather attend the Masters tournament? Yep. Every year or the Super Bowl every year? One, two, three, go. Every year, the Super Bowl. Okay. The Super Bowl.
1: I like football in more. in a lifetime? <laughs> same thing. Same thing. If I had Super to choose.
0: Bowl. I, no I like
1: football more. I like football Who way doesn't? more. Like, I, it
0: was just a question. It's, yeah. it's the same yeah. idea. No, I know. But- and,
1: I get it. It's a different experience. I'd rather go to the Super Bowl and get shit canned and just rage and have fun. But you know, it's also, you know, it's cool to see the masters as well. So it was an awesome time. And if I can go back again, if I get the invite or if I win tickets, then
0: I will most certainly be doing that next time. I would love to be a fly on the wall, even though I'm not about the golf life. I would still probably like to go to a practice day just to be, once again, fly on the wall. And one of these days, like I said, we're going to the World Baseball Classic in 2026. It's bound to happen. We're there. Just saying. Yeah. And then maybe the Masters you know, the following year. Who knows? It. it you never know. Could go next year. We just don't know. All right. No one knows. I think I'm going to submit that for June. Just let me know. Because it would be ironic if the guy who doesn't give a shit about golf wins, right? Well,
1: that's the shit of it, too. Like, Richie obviously cares a lot about golf, but... Does I've been he? putting it in for uh, yes for he more than I do. Do you, um, Richard? He does. <laughs> he can come on here and tell you. <laughs> um, but I've been putting it in for eight years now and I haven't gotten it. And he put
0: it in for the first time this year and got it. So it's really a crap. Maybe because he's the nicest human being on the planet. Who knows? Anyways. Could be. Could be. Fuck will be. Anyways, um, we still got a strange and unusual to get to after yes. almost. wow. We, we almost did a half-hour master talk, but I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, you like that the mid-pod the
1: strange about? and unusual? Here we are.
0: <laughs> mid-pod strange. We're back. That's what she said. So this week, we are back Mid- with the strange We're getting some usuals. mid-pod strange. <laughs> we're getting some mid-pod strange. <laughs> oh, gross, dude. No big, dude. Deal. Sick, dude. No sick, big gross. deal. So sick. Anyways. Oh, fucking gross. So this kind of hit hard. Like It hit really close to home. And uh, you know, got engaged almost a year ago now. Um, no, yeah, no, no big deal. Uh, a month today, it'll actually be a year. Um, so, in May 11th, I was engaged to my now fiance. Shout out K Reed. she'll be my wife. No big, um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, Boston sports. Uh, Gordo, in quote, uh, posted this on actually the TikToks. I shared this to Vinny the other day. There was this guy at the Raptor Celtics game who um, like was sitting courtside with his girlfriend and got like the whole crowd amped up, amped up, like jacked up. And he was he was I mean, he was presentable this night. And we're not going to lie. She didn't seem to be dressed apart. She was wearing a puffy coat. Not that cold right now in Boston. FYI. And this happened like a few days ago. He proposed to her in front of a very large crowd at a professional basketball game, and she said no. Yeah. 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 That's so. Yikes. My yikes. heart goes out to this young man because poor dude looked like he didn't know whether to shit or wind his watch. And if I was to get down on one knee in front of that many people, Including uh, the bench,
1: I, <laughs> everybody on the bench yeah. is watching
0: too. If you watch Man. this video, which Vince, you should totally reshare this on Twitter. But like, okay. there is a multiple, a multitude of players who like turn around and are like, oh shit, it oh, didn't Jesus. work. <laughs> like poor guy. Like I couldn't imagine doing this in front of a this many people. No, and then B, like in this public of a space while a play is going on in the background, you like some dude just know. like. Like, yeah, you can't do
1: that, man. You got to know she's going to say yes. You have to. It's got to be one of those where we are like, already planning on it. He's just going to do it at some point. It's got to be one of those. I have two I have two angles on this one. All right. The first one is, is he, they weren't dating very long. And he was like, let's make it a big fucking thing. Because he said please after two, which was way sadder. Way sadder. He said um, please? Yeah, she said no. I didn't get like, the audio please.
0: on the whole thing. He's like, no, you
1: can see it. He can read his lips. She says no mouth, and then starts like right? covers her mouth and then he's like, please. which <laughs> is so much worse. Um, but yeah, so he said please, which made it seem like he's like, oh no. Like, how did this happen, obviously? But I don't know. Like, the body language wasn't screaming like we've been dating forever. Um, the second thing I think is it might be fake. I hate to be the pessimist in this scenario. Well, I guess optimist if it is fake because he's not getting his heart broken, but um, it felt a little fake to me just based on her reaction and like, not really like feeling that bad about it. <laughs> it didn't seem like she cared about it at all. Um, so that's, that's what I got on that. I, I I'm kind of leaning towards a little fake, but that's just cause I don't want to believe that someone just
0: get, well, it's like, who goes to the back? lengths, who goes to the lengths to sit courtside in an NBA game, regardless of the point of the season to then in fact, stage a fake engagement. Like what, Fused. what are we doing here? Views, baby. Views? I mean, we're yeah. talking about it on a
1: podcast.
0: I get it. This
1: shit's been listening to in talk- Singapore, like, twice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Once in Russia, Mike. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you doing? <laughs> Moscow listening to this. What's up, Moscow? <laughs> What's up, Moscow? <laughs> I can't. Anyways, you're... You money out out VPN, the money on a VPN, but could be all for it could be all for the, the Graham I'm just saying I don't know who will go to this amount of lengths maybe they're friends to your point we could go down that rabbit hole all day long but the only thing we know is it's pretty strange and unusual pretty unusual and that yikes. she just like sat down like cold is ice like bad,
1: bad well, she bad. was like I because that's the thing too like because also like you can't you can't necessarily be mad at her. Because if she doesn't want to marry him, she shouldn't. <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? Well, no, like, of course not. But, like, w- maybe this is, like, third date type shit. And he thought, like, he watched Love is Blind one too many times. Yeah. Because, like, that's a thing right now. And then, like, you know, one thing led to another. And he's like, oh, I'm going to do that, too. Because that's what the show says to do. And if anybody hasn't figured it out already, that show's full of shit. So, it like... Is. With all croc that it's totally full of shit. Totally Great full TV, of, shit. But of shit. I'm not oh, it's <laughs> wonderful television. If you're on this show and you've never looked at it once, you just just watch two episodes and tell me it's You'll not mildly it entertaining. It's more yeah. fun to make fun of them than it is to actually watch the thing. And then right. beyond that, like it never fucking works, right? And if no. it does work, like they get divorced six months later, anyways, because it's like that's well, yeah. not how life works.
1: Well, this isn't a, this isn't a love is blind segment, but I will say like, maybe seeing the person is, is a large chunk of it for me. <laughs> like I gotta say, like if I, if a person like is very cool and I like them and all that stuff, like personally, and then I see them and I'm like, nah, like I'll just be like, nah, <laughs>
0: like you know what I'm saying? Well, like, of it, course. Yeah, there visually has to be some it has sort to of be physical there. attraction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, that's fair. I don't think that's a wrong thing to say. I mean, the beauty's always in the eye of the beholder. Shout out to Mama Stass. That's what she's True. always said forever. You know, with all that being said, um, yeah, it's difficult to say is love truly blind? And like, who the fuck is Nick Lachey to tell me if it is? Because that fucking guy was in ninety-eight degrees. And with all, all that, say, being getting said, in here yeah.
1: or is it ninety-eight degrees? <sighs> I'm
0: just saying, who the fuck is Nick Lachey, one of the better looking human beings of this generation, going to sit here and say he's love blind? Fuck you, Nick Lachey. Not for you, brother. You're a better looking human (laughs) being than most people. Who the fuck are you to say that? Right. It's real talk. It's real talk.
1: My man's got Jessica Simpson.
0: What are we doing? He did get Jessica Simpson. What? Is love is blind there, Nick? No. No. No, is she a little stupid? Maybe. (laughs) I was gonna say, I don't know. Did she think tuna tuna fish came from chicken? Maybe. Chicken of the sea. Chicken of the sea. That was the line forever. And then he, you know, married the TRL host, and then now they get a show. I mean, come on. Look at him go shit. TRL Total Request Live for all the kids listening out on, on this show. Oh, oh dude, gee. there's a video
1: of Christina Aguilera and Brian McKnight singing a Christmas song together, and it is heaven. Check wow. it out, um, Mike. I got another strange and unusual for you.
0: Ooh, give it to me.
1: We had the uh, we had the UFC this weekend. Yeah, uh, we had Adesanya versus Pereira. I'm the, not saying that correctly,
0: I'm sorry. Israel Adesanya um, may be one of the better fighters of his generation, just throwing it style out Style Stylebender, baby. He's so fun to watch. Out to, so fun to stuff. watch.
1: And he's had a hard time against Mr. Alex Pereira. Um, and there's been a lot of shit talk back and forth. Israel Adesanya is a self-proclaimed asshole. I think we can all agree on that. He doesn't give a shit what you feel about it. And... Just like the Phil Mickelson thing, where you can't just lean into who you are. I love that he's doing this because it is who he is and he's doing it. So it's funny. And if he wins, it happens, whatever it may be. Adesanya did two things this weekend that was very funny. So Pereira walks into the ring. Before he walks into the ring, he looks at Adesanya and starts doing this bow and arrow thing where he's just like, draw back, shoot, draw back, shoot, draw back, shoot, and then gets in there. Um, Pereira had a good hold of the fight as it was going on. Um, he actually had Adesanya in a very uh in a much better position for him than than Israel Adesanya. Um, but Adesanya backed up against the cage, hits him with a nice right and momentum starts going the other way. And Adesanya gets at him again. Pereira falls to the ground, knocked out Adesanya, one hammer fist. See ya done. Finished. Badass knockout. Very violent. Um, But I'm a big UFC guy, so I enjoy a good knockout. Um, This is the strange and unusual part after that. So Adesanya, after getting taunted with that bow and arrow before the match, stood over Pereira's passed-out body, knocked-out body, and just did, like, 10 of the freaking arrow-drawn shots right to him as he was passed out. And if that isn't enough, he turns around, points at Alex Pereira's son, and then fake passes out onto the ground and then hops back up. And you might say, "Hey, that's kind of fucked up," because his son's like six.
0: <laughs> like, I was just about yeah. to ask, how how old is his kid?
1: Uh, well, okay, so when he so here's the backstory on this, because in my head initially I was like, "Wow, that's kind of a dick move." Like the kid's looking at his dad on the ground, passed out, um, getting knocked out by this guy. The first thing I'd say is probably leave your kids at home if you're a professional UFC fighter. Probably leave your kids at home. It's probably yeah. better off. Um, but the second thing I'll say is Pereira, when he beat Adesanya the first time, had his kid, his kid was in the ring and the kid walked over by Adesanya and then fake passed out in the ring next to him. So Adesanya had a interview after the fight and he was like, they were talking about the kid and like why he did that. And he's like, yeah, the kid's a little fucking asshole. <laughs> and then He's like, he's like, and uh, if like, if his dad doesn't beat him up, then I got to. And that's what he basically did. He pointed at him and did exactly what he did to him the first time. And he's like, eat some of that. And the kid was just bawling. It was like part of me was laughing a lot. And the other part of me was like felt bad <laughs> to the little kid. But like, you know, someone's got to teach you the lesson at some point. Like he's not going to do that to some humble kid. He's going to do it to the cocky kid of the guy he just beat. So uh, very so- strange. Ultimately,
0: to make matters worse, after just totally knocking out his father cold, he yep. just gets up, looks at the kid, does points the same celly in front of his yeah. face, points at him, just like, fuck yeah. you, kid. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> and then in a press the conference, comes crazy. back to say, like, fuck that kid.
1: The kid's like, a little asshole.
0: <laughs> kid's a little asshole. And if his daddy doesn't fuck him up, I might one day. Like, yeah. That shit is the fullest of strange and unusual.
1: He's I've the king of it. shit talk. He really is. The king I mean, of shit talk, that guy.
0: Dana White's going to just come back one day in 25 years and be like, you want that rematch from when? Yeah, he's going to 2023. Gonna be like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It'll, I'll be good. He's realized, 33 now. Yeah. He'll pull a Rocky. He'll pull a Rocky because Rocky can fight till he's 72. No big.
1: Yeah, and that's Hence, real
0: Rocky Balboa Yeah, it's fucking real Get out of town, Vince You're gonna sit here and tell me Rocky isn't real No, as no, I said, it's real, for sure <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> No real. doubt about it I mean, come on, Vince Come on, Vince Totally real, but, well I mean, hey We got some fantastic, strange and unusual Awesome start to the show Happy to have you back Vince I'm happy to be back Nice job the last play, week the, Oh, yeah. You know, do what I can with what I can Anyways the playing tournament's starting, you know, and we yes. all know how far in depth I went in yeah. on NBA basketball last week. More than I thought. Matter of Much three minutes. Anyways. Um, how you feeling about it? I mean, it's it's gonna be pretty interesting. The Raptors play tonight, right? Or the Raptors
1: play the Bulls. Tomorrow. Tomorrow.
0: tomorrow. Okay. Yes. I got I got screwed up. The Hawks play tonight, right?
1: The Hawks, yes, the Hawks are playing the Miami Heat right now. If you're
0: listening to this, it's April 11th.
1: The Hawks officially beat the Miami Heat. So wow. the Atlanta Hawks are officially in the playoffs. I don't, in like the I don't like
0: that. I don't like that at all. I love Jimmy. I love Jimmy Butler. So the fact that he is not in the playoffs this year, a little upset. No,
1: that doesn't mean that Jimmy Butler's not in the playoffs, though.
0: Well, that That means he has another game, right?
1: That means he's playing whoever beat whoever wins in the Raptors versus
0: Bulls game. You know, this is so whole fucking We just had a tournament. Why is the NBA trying to make one? I don't get it. I don't 7 okay, really
1: quick, 7 versus 8. 7 okay. versus 8. Whoever wins that goes to the playoffs. Done. Got it. 9 versus 10. Whoever wins that plays the loser of 7 versus 8. It's pretty simple if you put it that way. So Raptors or Bulls are going to play. If the Bulls win, they're going to move on to play against the Heat. If they beat the Heat, then they go to the playoffs. That's basically what needs to happen.
0: So they got ultimately two games before the ultimate decision is made.
1: Right. Exactly. Got it. Um, So we're down to the wire. I very much so could lose my beard come yeah you're
0: Thursday. <laughs> fucking <at> that
1: beard. <laughs> so on the day that you're listening to this you're gonna you're gonna know my fate or you're gonna know that i still have another chance at it um not looking forward to it uh the bulls you know they felt good at the end of the year they won two in a row to finish it off six and four um yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I just really hope they make the playoffs because I am not looking forward to shaving my beard. And I haven't done that in a long time, and I don't want to. So that's where I'm going to leave that. Yeah.
0: No, I, I mean, listen, I think that the Bulls right now, if you had to kind of look at it, mm, not looking the hottest, the Bucks. I mean, they lost to the Bucks and kind of like that I'd game like to make it were, abundantly I clear.
1: Was, yeah. I'd like to make it abundantly clear. I think they get swept in the first round if they make the playoffs this year. I'm rooting for them just to make it. That's it. Don't give a shit what they do after.
0: So I'm the asshole for how long? Like, Mike, you don't believe in your team. And like all this shit. No, because I'm well aware.
1: I'm well aware they're not going to win. I'm well aware. They got so many issues that the other teams don't. But I want to keep my beard. Is that fucking reasonable enough? I have skin in the game, I mean, Mike. What are we going to do?
0: Literal. Literal, literal flesh skin. and potential blood in this fucking game. Right? Jesus. Literal <laughs> potential. I mean, I'm just saying. We'll get into it soon. But, I mean, what's going on beside the fate of your beard in the NBA right now? Vince? Yeah. It seems like there's a little bit of drama going on. The Lakers might be able to make it, which Uh I would fucking hate that. Yeah. And then there's some nonsense going on with Rudy Gobert trying to be tough, even though he's a Frenchman, which that makes no fucking sense. It's like no one has ever been intimidated by a Frenchman. And then beyond that, I mean, what else we got? I mean, there there seems to be some sort of commotion going on right now, more so in the West than the East.
1: Yeah. So obviously the season's over. Um, Basically, the... There hasn't been a lot of movement in the rankings. I mean, the Clippers got up to five, which is pretty badass, uh, which leaves the Warriors at six, um, and then essentially puts the Lakers in the play-in, which is fun. And the NBA, LeBron always ends up weaseling into situations like this, and this is one of them. So Rudy Gobert got suspended for the first play-in game versus the Lakers. So Lakers are seventh, and the Timberwolves are eighth. Um, He punched Kyle Anderson in the chest during a timeout, uh i think rudy gobert is mad lame not gonna lie no he gives me like better and his canter vibes just mad lame like i don't i don't want to listen to this guy anymore the whole covid thing too is just like he's just fucking annoying to me um so it is what it is but whatever microphone yeah, he was just like, you know, he was like, COVID's a joke and then like coughed on everything and then like I mean, the microphone. It doesn't funny. matter what you think about it. When you don't know at all what a disease is and you're doing that, like, fuck off. Yeah, kind of.
0: That out. was kind of a dick move, to your point. Because that was yeah.
1: before anything ever happened. It was like yeah, that was beginning of March.
0: before we happened. realized it was a fallacy. But continue.
1: <laughs> it was a lot less <laughs> than what people were making out for. There's no doubt about Correct. that. Correct. Correct. Um, so, yeah, he's he's essentially suspended against the Lakers, giving LeBron an opportunity to not play against the fucking two-headed monster that Minnesota has in the middle there with Carl Anthony Towns and Rigo Bear. So LeBron's probably going to make it and just be like a douche about it the whole time. Um, And then that leaves the Pelicans and the Thunder. Uh, The pesky little Thunder, I'll tell you. Without their boy Chet, they're still doing it. Um, Josh Giddey's a boss. I love it. I love to see it. I kind of hope the Thunder – End up making a play to get in there. Um, Pelicans are also fun to watch as well, but I think the biggest story out of this is when you look at number eleven, the Dallas Mavericks
0: didn't ah, make the play. In turn. Called it. We fucking called it. Oh called it Jesus!
1: Ago. And they, they, the the thing about it,
0: self alive, and they did. The
1: thing about it is it wasn't Kyrie's fault. It really wasn't. It was collective uh, fault. His numbers, of course not. They, his numbers yeah, on the Mavericks the were insane.
0: Fuck the numbers. We all called it on this show a long time ago when the trade initially happened. Yeah. And, you know, Chicago Mike isn't necessarily the biggest NBA guy, but he knows how teams operate. And I stated it on this show many moons ago. That rhymes. But... The Kyrie-driven, Luka-driven Mavericks were going to eat each other, and that's what, yeah. exactly what happened. So. Yeah,
1: so essentially, and you, I mean, you're right. Um You can't give up that much depth for Kyrie Irving. No. And it became very apparent because we were watching games where it was like Luka puts in, like, 45 and 11 with, like, six rebounds, and then Kyrie's putting in, like, 38 and seven with fucking four rebounds just like insane games and the rest of the team has you know five ten points like they were, they were everything for that team um and it comes to a point at that point where you're just like hey like if i need anybody else to step up who do i look for and they didn't have that um and then the what ended up happening and they're getting investigated now as a team um they motion to take all their starters out lose that final game, avoid the play-in tournament and have better odds in the draft lottery next year. So that's something Collusion. that the NBA is investigating right now, saying, Collusion. "Hey, you can't you can't purposely play your
0: worst players to get better odds." Is what they're saying essentially. They'll get away um, with it. They'll get away with it. Will just like they, when though? Doug Peterson, "Oh yeah, just like when Doug Peterson." I don't know if the Lin NBA hurt. is
1: specific about that shit now.
0: Nah. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, and then and then we're just gonna like totally blant like just bat a blind eye at the Rockets or the Spurs. Come yeah, on. they're just bad though. <laughs> no, Vince, they're tanking on purpose. So we're gonna look. Well, at, like, no, the but they don't have players
1: the... that you could put in that would make them essentially better. I think that's the argument. Like Luka Doncic and Kyrie are all star players, and they were in a competitive game to get to the play in tournament. That's blatant. <laughs> If you're the Rockets and you it, win what, like 18 games this year, that's a sure. way different game. Or is it the last games. couple
0: games, and the, the argument you could make is like we wanted to get our younger guys some playing time, and we knew. I don't know if you can make that argument really when you're
1: play. fighting for a playing spot. And I don't know well, how the investigation is actually going to go and who's going to get fined or whatever, maybe. But... And
0: we didn't want them to play anyway. You can say that. Boom.
1: <laughs> We're paying mean the check. Um, We're paying attention. So yeah, I mean I don't know people. how they're gonna actually get them on anything because they can say things like basically what you're saying. Like what do you what's your argument supposed to be to that? If
0: you Mind your team. business, so, David. That's
1: David Stern. <laughs> it literally
0: is what they say.
1: Yeah. Adam Stern
0: uh, Oh yeah, it's my bad. Never mind.
1: <laughs> I was like David Stern, dead as a doornail. <laughs> He's dead as a tornado. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the thing right now. The Mavericks basically played themselves out of a playoff spot, but what a colossal failure that is. Maybe Luca leaves after this season. Who knows? Maybe he's Chicago Bull come next year. Who knows?
0: That would be way too much. That, that would just make way too much sense. And speaking of the bulls, I mean, it's just. Why, once again, why does every led Jerry Reinsdorf organization have the same fucking problem? It's just
1: because Jerry Reinsdorf is the
0: fucking worst. Because he doesn't care. Charge $20 for two hot dogs and three beers. He'll be fine. (laughs) Just get him here. Just get him here and have Vince shave his beard. And by the way, what are you going to shave your beard with?
1: If I need to shave my beard. If I need to shave my beard. I'll shave it with none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. So without further ado, a word from Henson Shaving. The Henson razor, it puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. The razor's made with CNC machines to aerospace standards. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave, no other razor can offer. Um, we talked about this last week, obviously. We're back around again. I use this so I get I get my hair cut, I get lined up by the barber. And my biggest concern every time I'm done with it is like, hey, I'm not going to get a haircut for two weeks. My beard's going to get wild. I would use my razor with the multiple blades and it would just you know, it would just basically ruin my beard because I'm like, I can't get this line perfectly. This is perfect. It has unique head design. It has one blade in it. It's very thin, very precise, and it can just kind of get right into there. Um, It has exit channels. So I know the biggest problem that everybody has is how do I clean my razor after it? And it's always a pain in the butt. This time they have these nice little spots at the bottom of it. It's a single blade. You can run water right through and the hair goes right down the drain. To your point, I've never had a razor that's easy to clean.
0: Never. To your point, Vince. I mean, I shaved before this wedding I went to last week, right? And I'm very particular about when I shave because I have very sensitive skin. And usually, there's certain parts of my face that'll break out or I'll get razor burn. I don't get that with this razor at all. And to your point, I think with the technology that they use, I mean, we're talking aerospace engineering here. We're talking materials that are used on the International Space Station. I mean, Vince, I'm not breaking out anymore. And not only that, but the handle itself and the razors themselves are so light. I I don't know what we were doing before. Easy to
1: pack. Easy to do everything. It is not like your normal razor. And the biggest kicker here, cost of ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is $177 less than a normal cartridge razor. Better for the environment stop using plastic razors use this metal one so go on the website hensonshaving.com. use the promo code taxi squad at checkout and receive a 100 pack of blades free with the purchase of a razor you got to put them both in your cart so put the razor in your cart put the 100 pack of blades when you're checking out taxi squad t a x i s q u a d and for most users this amount of blades will last 2 to 5 years of shaving. So promo code Taxi Squad shaving.com
0: Well, Vince, I'm really looking forward for you uh to get rid of that lovely beard and show us your beautiful baby face. Give me Mm-mm. some of them cheeky action like you I did can't. back in the gunk in circa 2002. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but everybody keep in mind those razors sharp as fuck. Okay, yeah. uh, Chicago Mike sliced the shit out of his <laughs> finger, changing his razor blade the other day. Be careful. And be careful, Just dude. be careful, people, because that does not feel good. And I bled like a pig going out <laughs> for pasture, literally, blood yeah. all over my sink. Yeah, so don't, just be uh, very don't grab the sharp end. Don't grab, don't the, sharp grab end. the sharp end. Be very careful <laughs> (laughs) Full blown disclaimer on this show. Don't end up like Chicago, Mike. All right.
1: So, Um, what we're essentially saying is don't be an idiot.
0: Don't be an idiot, but use Henson's shaving for it is a tremendous value. And not only that, but it is a great product. And they use materials made on the fucking spaceship. Spaceship. Anyways, XFL talk. Mike, you went somewhere
1: this week. You went somewhere this week. The We're traveling, guys. We like seeing sports. You went we to the St. Louis to go to a Battle Hawks game.
0: I Can you break down,
1: break down the experience for me,
0: please? All right. Well, got in on Friday night for the experience. Uh, went out to a lovely uh, cigar bar in the West End uh it's weird in st louis there's like all these pockets nothing's walkable you got an uber everywhere so it's kind of like interesting but got to check out some new spots in a different city which is always fun had a good tour guide a good friend of the pod has seasoned tickets to the battle hawks hooked it up fat uh brought a friend of the pod, mateo uh joined me on this uh adventure right and um only thing I'll say, uh, St. Louis fans, number one, uh, some of the nicest fans on the planet. Um, Chicago Mike had some coffee that morning, wanted maybe a make makeshift espresso good morning sort of thing. And they hooked it up plural. And then not only that, just sit and talk with these fans. They're fantastic. They go bananas for semi-professional football. And I know everybody's sitting here like no effing way. Uh, there was legitimately thirty seven thousand people there.
1: Yeah, I and just from a viewing standpoint, because I was watching it at a brewery I was at, the stands were packed. Like
0: packed. it was loud. And it was. Don't packed. forget,
1: greatest show on turf was there. So they Literally show there. up for their teams. They show up.
0: For their Literally teams. there for a long time. Uh, the club level, if you're gonna go to a battle hawk game, is fantastic. I mean, drinks are literally like mixed drinks. I take a vodka drink, I take a whiskey drink, whatever your thing is. Pull my pants down, I pull them up again. <sighs> Ten dollars, fantastic. It was it was an exceptional time. You wanted a fucking bratwurst, six bucks, no big deal. It was an awesome time. The Battle Hawks won. Now, I was a little disappointed due to the fact that AJ McCarron did not start the game. And I was like totally in to see McCarron. I was hoping to see the, the wifey Catherine maybe somewhere out there in the, in the distance. Jesus. Disappointed. <laughs> yep. Nope. Nope. Didn't see it. We got, we got some kid. We got some kid. We got some kid by the name of Nieto. Uh, he was some Italian kid, and he, yep. did, he did a fairly good job. He, the I boss. mean, he threw, like, for two tutties. So, you know, that's a big deal. The defense is a little suspect. They were playing a pretty shitty team in the Las Vegas Vipers. Martavis Bryant, not that great. There's a reason he's not playing in the league anymore. Just yeah. got to see that in the first hand. Um, he was good but for like was half a season. He was. It was all right. I mean, he was good for a little while there with the Steelers because of Big Ben. But. It uh it was an overall wonderful experience. A fake punt touchdown for 67 yards. When do you see that live? Electric. I saw it live. It was it was totally electric. The place lit up like a Christmas tree. Great time. After the game, when you're walking out of the stadium, they have a battle cry. Yeah, that's okay. a thing. Yeah. I'm not kidding. You know Can what you do the battle that? cry is? <laughs> yes. So, when you're leaving the game during a victory battle hawk Saturday, they all scream, and I quote, Kaka! <laughs> so, shut the fuck up, everybody. They're just... about their birds. <laughs> they're about their birds in St. Louis. Oh, and boy,
1: that's amazing.
0: I'm not sure what sort of bird furry shit that owner's into, but. He's all about it. So, um, it is a good time. They get jacked up for some semi professional football in St. Louis. And the, honestly, that dome is still like A1, the club level. Awesome. Like, nice carpeting. It's a good environment. It's, it's really a great time. I can't say I had a bad time because I didn't. It was awesome.
1: Yeah. I got so. a, I got a nice FaceTime from, or, uh, Snapchat from you. Um, You seem like you were nice and primed. I'll just say that. I was,
0: the wheel was greased. I was feeling good like I should. And I had no worries in the world. It was a great time. It it really was a great time. You know, when you start a day at 9 a.m. and it winds up to be a full night of sleep, that's a good way to end a Saturday.
1: So that ain't too bad. Um, Ain't too bad. A a little update on the standings with the uh, good old. Okay. Good old XFL right now, my team's officially out.
0: Oh, uh, totally out.
1: Our Super Bowl was last week when we beat your team, the DC Defenders, um, and I was sad that I couldn't be here to uh, battle cry whatever a guardian would do. Um, but the DC Defenders did clinch a playoff berth along with the Houston Roughnecks. Uh, St. Louis wins next week there in as well. So how are you feeling going well, into this? In. How are you feeling going into this? Hey, the Sea Dragons, man. They're only back a game, so.
0: Well. The DC Defenders did beat the Sea Dragons on Easter Sunday. No big deal. Um it was a actually fairly close game. They won by 2 points. So in the XFL, that's a thing. Um and I believe it's going to go down to the Battlecocks, Hawks, and uh the DC Defenders. So at least yeah, for that North
1: Division, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think for that North Division, I mean, it's unfortunate that like two of the best teams are in that division. Um, is the way I look at it. Do you it know if gonna the be playoffs upset. work
1: the same way?
0: Uh, I don't know exactly. Four how teams go it works. or something. We're learning as we go with this show. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's a good rhyme. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's been fun to watch. I mean, the game on Saturday was electric. I mean, it was a little low scoring because there wasn't any McCarron. But um, I mean, the
1: XFL is made for defense. That's what they've been saying for years. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but then again, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like it's the problem is is it. like too many too many St. Louis fans are into like NFL rules where like you blow a fart and there's a flag and that doesn't happen in the XFL, which I'm actually quite appreciative of. Um yeah. Yeah, now I I think it's going to be a DC Defenders uh Battlehawk Battle, hawk, battle hawk out for the I North. Like that. Yeah
1: then they're probably going to play Houston. EC versus Houston or St. Louis versus Houston. Yeah,
0: Houston, Houston the Roughnecks are, are having a, a good go of it. I think Ben DiNucci got a shit out of his stick. I think if he was in a different division, because it could be in any division, uh, North-South, I mean, uh, it could have been depicted anyway, but right. whatever. I mean, they could have just been like, yeah, whatever. You're in the South, fuck it. Yeah, it would have made sense, but to the point. Yeah, so Ben DiNucci... Shut up, Ben DiNucci. Good dude. And yeah, AJ did. McCarron, why didn't you play? Nobody knows. I think he had a thing. I think he just wanted to celebrate Easter. Um, but anyways. I wouldn't
1: blame him, honestly. <laughs> Hawks
0: Saturdays electric. Um, let's well, get into some time, real Mike. Oh, it was a wonderful time. I mean, Vince and I went mobile over the week, weekend. Oh, yeah. It was a good time. Um, now, the NFL's stuff's getting pretty lit. No big deal. No cap.
1: No cap. Aaron Rodgers has not been traded yet. There's it's a feeling inside me
0: after the draft, the
1: draft. I think everybody yeah. wants to see the dust settle. Every, every team already has their boards. Every team knows who they want to pick with their respective positions. Um, there's gr- the rumblings that the Steelers are trying to move up a little bit and have contacted the bears. So maybe that might be a move as well. Um, but right now in the NFL, this does seem like a lull period. Because no there's no transactions being made either way at this point.
0: Right now, no. If anything's gonna happen, it's either gonna be during the draft or Or the day, maybe second day, third day. Yeah. I know overall the Jets are not trying to move a first round draft pick for Aaron Rodgers. They're just like And I don't think they have to anymore. They don't have to anymore. I mean, they hold the keys to the castle right now and you know they could call bluff they could be like okay you don't want to trade him we'll take we'll try and trade up and take Anthony Richardson we'll try and trade up and take one of these four guys basically yeah that could be something so or it's send long, their guys I,
1: down down south from them and just pick up Lamar Jackson on the way up
0: <laughs> what's interesting to me is that the ravens called the bluff Of Lamar Jackson, and they were like, "Yeah, dude, go see what you can get. Oh, that's cool. You want to be traded? We'll see who wants to trade for you. Oh, no one. Oh, that's cool.
1: Oh, it's not even close to over, Mike.
0: Not even close. You don't think so? Uh, uh. The only thing that makes a ton of sense to me right now is the Dolphins. Commanders. The Dolphins. They don't don't even have a quarterback. Command. Don't shit on Sam Howell. He's not a quarterback. He's a quarterback, kind
1: of. Yeah, for the XFL. I don't I don't think <laughs> he's going to be very good. I truly don't believe he's going to be very good. He played hope I a really grow. good game last season. Yeah, one. You know how this shit works. Lightning Mike White was playing really good games. Maybe he should be a starting quarterback in Washington. I don't think that's the case either.
0: Back up, back up. That's
1: what Sam Howell is, in my opinion. Uh, it makes a lot of sense for me that he doesn't even have to move. Uh, the issue with this, though, is a lot of owners are like, hey. They put the tag on them and I know it's a non-exclusive and I know we can offer them anything, but they're probably not trying to piss off the Ravens owners by giving in the offer. There's a lot of pieces to this. I don't see him getting moved in the next couple days here, especially two weeks out of the draft No way. No way. But if he doesn't, there's not a hundred percent chance that he comes back and plays this year. Maybe he's like, let me just rehab myself, get in the best shape of my life and then
0: have a contract here next year. He could do that, but how did that work what out? What do the Ravens or? do
1: without a quarterback?
0: What do they do? They could draft a quarterback.
1: And what quarterback. draft pick?
0: It, well, in the mid rounds they could draft a quarterback. It wouldn't be Yeah, but deal. how does that always work out? It sometimes you strike gold like Russell Wilson. Could happen. Russell
1: Wilson, Tom Brady.
0: Tom could happen, right? Nicola okay. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: Those are the only I second mean, to later rounders.
0: I mean, the only thing I'd say is, is that, you know, Will Levis overhyped. I think Anthony Richardson's way overhyped. Way. What if, I mean, what if they draft Hendon Hooker? That could be cool. That's your guy. What if they draft a Dorian Thompson Robinson out of UCLA?
1: I mean, that would Similar be cool, but you're sets. also lose you're losing an MVP level talent. So it's like... Is he, though? He hasn't been on the field won. in how long. He already won he it. He won. He won. One
0: time. One yeah, time. more than most people in the NFL. I get it, but Le'Veon Bell was very close to the same argument. He took He's that He's a running off. back. He's a running back. Just saying, Lamar Different Jackson's game. a glorified running back. All right, so the Ravens made a move so, today. So yeah, I was about to say, explain the move, then. This doesn't make any I can't. fucking sense if that's the case. I can't. I...
1: First off, this is a ridiculous contract. One year fifteen mil guaranteed with the Ravens for OBJ. Um, this is the first time they get a weapon for him. Like ever. They <laughs> instead of trading away his fucking. I mean like, his favorite weapon was a weapon.
0: Yeah, that, they, mean, they don't, traded don't him away. Dis- I know, but like don't he discount got Duvernay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, hey, and that was the was
0: Bateman aren't terrible, but they're not great.
1: Yeah. When you're saying weapons, I wouldn't say aren't terrible. That's like giving you like a rusty baseball bat. It's like hit a home run. You're like, that's not bad.
0: It's It's like here's his baseball bat from two thousand and five. Let's hope it still's got some popping.
1: That's basically what it is. So now you get OBJ on this massive contract and you still won't pay Lamar what he wants to get paid. I don't even know if he comes back this year. And then they're stuck with fifty mils of mil with OBJ and they're starting Freaking any Carson Wentz, maybe. I don't even know where the hell is he still in DC? Who knows? Like that's well.
0: That's OBJ. A mess. I think OBJ is a signing that they look at and they're like, Okay, well, this could be a bargaining piece to get him back. One and year, I think though. they're in the capper see, I think he still comes back and plays the season. I don't think there is a situation where he sits out an entire season. I think that hurts his value more than anything. And I think there's yeah. stipulations in his contract still being a rookie contract where it's like you kind of have to. You have to fulfill that rookie contract. I don't know the specifics, but I could see that being a thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's – well, because he's tagged too, so it's not even on his contract anymore technically. This is like a one-year franchise tag.
0: Um, well, it's a it's a non-exclusive tag, right? Right. So it, it, it has the the sense of saying, okay – Go see what you're worth.
1: Yeah, but no. like, So this has happened a couple times, and no organization offers anything because they already understand. It's like, you're yeah, screwed. We're, you we're, we're just going to so wait it out. We're just going to wait it out. Non-exclusive is almost like a bullshit term, which I feel like he might have been pissed off by, too, just being like, you gave me a non-exclusive knowing exactly what a fucking non-exclusive is. Like, like oh, go find one if you have one, knowing damn well that no one's going to offer him anything. So it's like kind of like a catch-22 in a lot of ways because it's like – here you go go and find a contract that no one's gonna give you and then you come back and i'll tell you told you you couldn't find a contract it's like yeah no shit sherlock like <laughs> you hire an investigative team to figure that one out
0: if you were a professional athlete would you have an agent
1: yeah i don't know why he doesn't i still don't
0: get it to me that's the biggest head scratcher. it's like my mom is my agent it's <sighs> like well dude that's on you it's like that's fine if you want to forrest gump this whole thing but that's on you <sighs> At the end of the day, if he had an agent right now, the situation would be different. If you really wanted out, you'd be out. Yeah. If you really wanted I, that contract, chances are you'd be on your way to negotiating it a long time ago.
1: I think that's probably true. Um, I think you should have an agent. Um, maybe he's gotten screwed by one in the past, whatever maybe. But yeah, I think I mean you should have an agent if you're an NFL player. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean it. It puts him in the situation now where he's also at his own volition he can do what he wants because he doesn't have an agent and no one's going to be in his ear for that um i do like i think you're probably right that he does come back this year at some point i wouldn't be surprised if he holds out the first couple weeks and it's just like fuck you guys just to prove a point um but yeah if he if he actually requested a, a trade a whole month ago and it didn't come out for an entire month and then he's just like hey i requested a trade like he gave him the good graces of being like, hey, this is enough time for to get me out of here. Like, do it. Um, so I don't know what their bargaining plan is. I don't know what they're planning on doing after next year, then, if he does end up playing. Like, what are you going to do? Sign him to that major contract? Or is he just going to walk and get signed anyway? So they're just going to have another year with a disgruntled guy. And OBJ, that we're not even 100% sure, is completely healthy and ready to play football again. So... Where does that leave you? Leaves you in the same place that you were a year ago, and now you got your quarterback on expiring contract again.
0: Bottom line, I believe he plays for the Ravens this season. I do believe they do come to a long term contract. I don't think. I think the trade was a bargaining point. He thinks he knows what he's doing. He doesn't. I think ultimately the thought process will be okay. What you get, you didn't get it. Here's your market value. No one's come out and said, we'll give you X, Y, Z, maybe for the fear I told of the two first-round draft picks. I get it's it. It's
1: unprecedented. It's happened many a time, and no one gets offered a contract. It's unprecedented. It's happened one time in the history of the NFL.
0: Okay, to the point that we talked about this a few weeks ago. If the Ravens were to get a first-round draft pick, just uno, one, on draft yeah. day, to say, hey, we'll take Lamar. Here's our top five pick. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. They take it. I think they'd take it. You'd be an idiot not to. Or even a top 10 pick. Even a top yeah. 10 pick. You'd be an idiot That's not the most not to.
1: important position on the field. It's the most, it's the most important if the position Raven in said, professional
0: sports. the Ravens said, take seven, give us Lamar Jackson, you'd be like, done. I wouldn't. Really?
1: I can't value an MVP caliber player over somebody that we don't know. Especially at seven where you're not even getting the best – any of the three best quarterbacks in this
0: draft. No one knows who the best quarterback in this draft is, minus C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. Well, I I'm know, but as far as your rankings like, are concerned. To me, it's like Hendon Hooker. Fuck the rankings. Hendon Hooker is a better prospect overall than Will Levis. No. Yeah, I, I mean, Levis is show. falling right now. <laughs> yeah, as he it should, should be falling. Which Although we knew was going to happen. guys are overvaluing him right? The Colts are taking meetings with him. There's a large speculation right now that the Colts are, like, falling in love with him. I got money on Richardson
1: in Indianapolis this year. I'm sure of that.
0: I don't know if that works. I think because once again, two guys who just did not do well at that level and just lit it up at the combine. Fine, but we've all seen how that works. The JP Losmans of the world just don't work. What a a a name! What a name! name. What a name! name. JP Losman. Threw the ball a million yards, similar to Tim Tebow.
1: It's like Ryan Mallett or Jake Locker or any of them. <laughs> it all ends up the same way.
0: Right. It, it <laughs> yeah. does all end up that we've seen this movie before. You know, in my idea, Hendon Hooker, even Dorian Thompson Robinson, who did a wonderful job at UCLA, ran a very fast-paced offense. Don't sleep on the 49ers if Dorian Thompson Robinson's laying around oh in the third or fourth God, round. You imagine? What a QB Bro. room.
1: Purdy, Don't Darnold, Trey Lance, and Dorian. <laughs> what a squad! A bunch
0: Cali guys, minus Purdy and uh, minus Purdy and and Trey. Who's uh, by the way? Trey's hairline's like retreating, like the French.
1: He's stressed from not playing.
0: He's, He's stressed from not playing and tearing his leg up real bad. Yeah, but hey, that's what happens. Play the Bears, baby. Stetson Bennett could be a king. Don't, yeah, don't right. sleep on
1: Stetson. He's going to be a great offensive coordinator one day. You never know. Just because he got Probably in a couple of years, he's almost at retirement age. <laughs> Thank you, everybody.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I do believe, though, right now there's just a lot of chit-chat. I think Lamar still plays for the Ravens in 2023. I, I do believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet at some point. Although there are some things kicking around right now that, like, the 49ers might be interested in.
1: Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and it's mirrors.
0: all smoke and mirrors. Yeah. No the
1: way. 49ers aren't giving up a first-round draft pick for him. No shot.
0: The most—the biggest—okay, here's 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 one. What's the biggest probability to happen by 2024 football season? Okay. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah, This is a good one. <laughs> Bill Belichick is still the head coach of the Patriots. Yeah. Or—or— Lamar Jackson is still the starting quarterback for the Ravens. Once again, this is in 2024, starting in twenty twenty four. not next so year, the, 20- the year after. Yeah, so not this year, upcoming, right? Bill. So the, Bill. the year following.
1: Bill. Easy.
0: Bill's Bill. more likely to be there?
1: Yeah, because Bill is the good graces. I think Bill, and I heard we were, you were talking about it last week, too, with the Mac Jones trade stuff, which is hilarious. Get Zach Jones out of town. He's not a good quarterback. I've been saying it for years. Um, <laughs> he you got screwed.
0: Bailey Zappy, yeah, beast. Um, does Lo- okay. So does Lamar Joe- get potentially Matt- like it? Like, are they linked? Is this like a weird link? That is there is like
1: conversation a- about that. I don't think the Patriots bite that bullet. Yeah. Um, given how they function in the past, um, but I do think Bill Belichick has is in the good graces of the organization a lot more. Um, last year's offensive struggles were fucking obvious, so they got back a real actual person this time um to run the offense, which is cool, but I don't know. It's like Lamar seems disgruntled and Bill Belichick can do whatever he wants in New England at least for a couple more years here, in my opinion.
0: I do believe They're not
1: dumping him. They're not dumping him. They can't dump Bill Belichick.
0: I think Bill's on a hot seat, man. I think Bill's got one know. more year. That's it. If Lamar went there, that would be like his saving grace. That would be like, okay, we'll give you a couple more years if you can figure it out with Lamar. Good. If not, done. He, so, like, here's the thing with Lamar Jackson: Bill could run the Navy offense, and it would work.
1: Oh yeah, he would never have to he would never have to pass again.
0: Ever. No. He could legit draft his offense to be the Navy offense, and it would legitimately work. He could either be the Army or Navy offense; it would work every time. RPO full blown run option doesn't matter.
1: I hope that happens just for fun, but I don't want to see. I like just Lauren, for Perry's I don't sake see him in a Patriots uniform. So
0: selfish. oh man! Up, but the draft is what the day you're hearing this is going to be like a grand total of fourteen days away. Yeah. What you doing? We're for almost the draft, there. What am I doing for the
1: draft? I'm watching
0: the draft, Mike. Oh. Thanks, Dick. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, we'll let's a, talk some... Doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually over the past few years, we've, you know, watched it together. But no big, no big. It's all right. You're going to be watching. Good than last year.
1: Good than last year. I was in KC, but I... Well, should be around.
0: I should be around. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. He'll be around like the Commodores. Anyways. um. All right. Baseball. Baseball. Let's talk about the White Sox a little bit. Shall we? It's been... A slow start to the season. Yep, maybe small. They're right. Slow start. They're
1: right back to where they always are. Okay, first things first. About ten games in, we are essentially in the third quarter of the first game of the NFL season. (laughs) So keep that in mind, relatively, um, because there's so many games going on. So there's going to be a lot of things. Happening in the future here where they should get a little bit better. But the Chicago White Sox and Chicago White Sox fashion are all injured already. So that's just how it goes. T.A. gets hurt yesterday. Uh, T.A.'s out for at least 10 days, looking more like 14. Um, Probably two full weeks to get back from his knee soreness, MCL tear type deals, MCL strain. Um, Saw that play happen. Didn't think much actually happened, but he's out. Uh, Moncada's got some discomfort. He did get injured in the World Baseball Classic. He's been on a heater this year. He's been absolutely nails for the team. So that's sad to see. And then Eloy being Eloy is just, he's always got the hamstring tightness. He's always going to have hamstring tightness. I don't know what to do anymore. If Eloy plays, he's an all star and he hits 45 home runs, but he doesn't play. So now we're just in a scenario where it's like 45 hey, what the
0: fuck home runs. Yeah. 45 easy. home runs. This team full was lucky. Season? They almost hit 50 last year as a team. I know. Full I mean, it was season a though. Eloy Eloy Eli dingers full season.
1: When's the last time he played a full season? He never has. That's what I'm saying. That's the issue. So, like, what do you do at this point? You got great prospects that can't stay healthy. All right. So we're fucked.
0: Are they great prospects if they can't stay healthy? That's, That's the That's a question. conversation
1: to be had. Because prospects skill wise, I mean it's hard to argue the skill, but if you can't see the skill, cause I mean the best ab- ability is availability and they don't have that right now.
0: They don't have availability for the past almost four years. So my theory is this, do you just blow it up again and no. just hope for the best with Gryffal? Like, mm-hmm. okay, Gryffal, you're a young coach. Let's blow it up in your vision. Do it the way you want to do it. Rick Hahn goes, okay. Rick We're done goes here out of the office.
1: They blow it up. Rick Hahn is gone, essentially, in my opinion.
0: Well, it's bound to happen. Ta is on a contract year. Moncada's towards the end of his contract in a way. Eloy can't fulfill his length of contract. He has some great pitching. Yeah, yeah, he's signed, but it what what good is he? So, like, could you trade? Could you bundle Ta and Eloy for like a Glaber Torres? Does that make sense yeah, to this team? I don't like that. Why don't, I don't like you like it. that? You get a, a starting shortstop who's on a team that doesn't want him.
1: Because at the top, at the top of their game, they're just as good, in my opinion. I mean, Tim Anderson wins batting title. How have, when have you they really proven, look at it?
0: How have they proven that they're at the top of their game, though?
1: Well, Tim Anderson's played full seasons.
0: Sure, this, is less, this is
1: less comparable than to, to Eloy or Moncada or, or Luis Roberts playing so his ass off right now.
0: Is it a, an advantage or a disadvantage that Timmy goes down now, contract year, we come at him like, all right, hey, we'll give you X, Y, Z. There's a, there's a shot. He takes it. I think him playing in the World Baseball Classic was one of the biggest disadvantages to this franchise ever. Because, because basically no he got a... Ch- yeah, he got a chance to step outside of the, the White Sox clubhouse, go play with a bunch of guys who play all over the country, and say, what do you guys like to do? How does this work? You got Mike Trout coming out and saying he's one of the most polarizing figures in baseball. Does that go to his head? And then not only that, does he like, I don't, don't he said polarizing. He said
1: one of the most electric. Polarizing makes it seem like he Causes issues. I think it's. I think he's electric.
0: No, I mean probably. more so. I mean in the most positive way possible. Yeah, yeah he's the yeah. guy's electric. He's polarizing. Yeah. He's all of those things. He is a a superstar for yeah. a baseball team that has been lackluster to say the least over the past three years. Now, with that being said, why in the fuck would he want to come back here? Unless they're gonna invest in the team and not answer. They ben don't spend money, so right. they won't. And everything's so gonna go bad, why and we're would, gonna be screwed. To my, so blow it up now, then. To my point, right? But what Boom. does that do? What it does is is it creates some sort of hope once again in the fan base that it could potentially be changed, and then they sell tickets again at four dollars and seventy cents a pop. Yeah, and you go there on the on the on the on the easy street. You watch a shitty baseball team play a good baseball team. That you wanted to see for a long time, and there you have it.
1: What I think should happen is, you know, someone brought this up to me. I didn't think this. So, allegedly, someone should just go and be like, hey, Jerry. What if you went really far away for the rest of your life? And he says, okay. And then he just sells the team. And then He doesn't got that
0: much time left. That's what I don't understand. Why don't you just sell it? Hey, read between
1: the lines. What if you go really far away, Jerry?
0: Oh. What if someone just goes oh, so. and snipes
1: them, allegedly? <laughs> like That would make our lives <laughs> so much easier. The Bulls wouldn't be hell all the time because someone with actual real money would go and buy them. The White Sox, and then we would only have to worry about the McCaskies who are going to sell soon, too, anyway, because of the same reason. So what we need to do is get all these olds out of town and get somebody here that's going to actually spend some money. That's what we need to do.
0: Jerry Reinsdorf is 87 years old.
1: Eighty-seven years too dot goddamn young. I'll tell you that, and he's not
0: so. Like, here is a conspiracy. Do you think Michael Jordan ruined him? Do you think AL Central gets together every year and they're like, listen, everybody suck so fucking bad that we sell enough seats to to just fill it in. We'll be competitive towards the end of the summer into fall, right? To keep you around enough, but then we're just all gonna shit the bed in the first round of the playoffs.
1: Well, yeah, they'll be like, "Hey, Cleveland, play all your young guys, and then we'll play worse than you with higher contracts to prove to the right. fans that you don't have to pay them a lot to be good." Even though Cleveland's the only goddamn team besides Tampa Bay that can actually do that. So, I—I I mean, what do you do? I mean, they're all working; they're colluding together, and it's all bad news bears. See, kind of exactly.
0: I, I just don't understand. In your last one, in your last five games, right? You've had 16 runs put up against you, 13 fucking runs put up against so you. So bad, dude. Oh, how, seats. how in three of five do you have <laughs> like a grand total of almost 40 runs scored against you?
1: The bullpen is how hell. F- and it's the most but money on the team that's gonna- put into the fucking bullpen. It's hell.
0: Kopic looked semi good on it- Sunday. He did. He gave up one run. Yeah, and but he had to he labor got... for that shit. And we could not put up one run to support him. It's not yeah. just the pitching; it's it's the hitting. It's, it's the, the timely hitting,
1: because we've had we've had games where the Sox go out and score six runs, and then the bullpen gives up seven. Like Dylan Cease has already lost wins this year because the bullpen couldn't take care of business after. And the offense couldn't do it either. So it's just you're at a point where you like to see. And again, we're in the third quarter of the first game of the NFL season. There's a lot of baseball left. Tim's only going to be out for two weeks. In the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. We're in April. But if this continues to happen throughout the year, you're not going to hear us get any more positive because it's really getting to the point where we don't have a lot more time left with this core. And this was supposed to be the one that competed. So
0: this core was supposed to be the one that brought us to the promised land, but it turned out to be a giant core of first baseman that was so far position. Yeah, so far. So far, like, I mean, you, we don't like, have much like, time. We, we are I the up, end I'm end just saying far. if, if, if
1: something comes up and I want to be, and I said this before too, I'm trying to be like a, like a, as much of an optimist as possible this year, if they go on a tear and they're the boys of summer, And you come around in August and we're looking at a solid baseball team. I'm going to be gung-ho and freaking out for them. I'll tell you that off the bat. That's how it's going to be. And I'm going to be like, why do we ever doubt these guys? They're amazing. Hooray. I'm just saying that now. It's early in the season. There's a lot of time for everything to get figured out after that. Right now, it's a little bleak. But at the end of the day, they're 4-6. and There's 162 games in a season. We still have 152 to go. So...
0: There's a lot of time left on it. And,
1: hey, Tampa Bay is not going to go fucking win, win, or, uh, undefeated
0: forever. So, I can't believe Tampa Bay has won 10 games in a row.
1: Unbelievable. Start off the season hotter than they,
0: Hades. Do you think because they play, like, really close to their own stadium and they, like, you know, are really hot for, like, a few weeks or months and then they go get to play in a dome, Where, like, the same color of the ceiling is the same color of the baseball and nobody else can beat them there?
1: William Thomas couldn't hit for shit there when he was on the race, and then he goes to the Brewers and he starts balling. So Um, the only caveat I'll put to this, let me read off the first few opponents they've had this year. So they start off with against the Detroit Tigers. Trash. They move on to the Washington Nationals. Trash. Oakland Athletics, trashier than trash.
0: Trash wagon.
1: Boston Red Sox, worse than their division.
0: So, yeah, and they spent a lot of money this year, which makes no fucking sense.
1: Yeah, they're still going to be worse. than the division. Um, so we are looking like the Rays started with probably the easiest possible schedule ever. Um, all that being said, though, they're still undefeated in this baseball. So 10 games in a row. That's sick. We'll see if they can keep it up this year. But I'm, I'm kind of a Blue Jays guy in that division. So I'm really hoping the Blue Jays end up taking it this year.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's all the Yankees. Possibly. I think the Yankees. Boo. Uh, eh, I know you hate it, but they were my early, were they Were they not my early season pick to win the World Series, Vince? They were. Just
1: saying. Boo.
0: Just saying. They can't that. play in the playoffs. We already talked about Boo that. Boo. Blanket. Well, yeah, Vince, I, I don't know. Right now, it's looking more common every day that the White Sox trade every piece that's worth a shit, as I've been stating for a while. Right, So you trade Liam Hendricks, you trade Luis Robert, you trade anybody who's worth a, a shit. Oh, trade, trade them all. Trade, trade them all. Get rid of all of them. Because, like, what are you going to do? He's the only one who's worth a shit right now, he's the only one who's raking. He's so good. He is really good. You know, the Cardinals could have had him. I know there was a lot of talks between the White Sox and but the Cardinals, but he chose us, and now we're just going to dump him. That's sad. Not dump him; you just trade him. That's sad. Okay, if you could have, let me ask you this: if you okay. could have Jordan Walker,
1: yeah,
0: who's arguably the best prospect in baseball, who's just been yeah, absolutely he hasn't gone a
1: game without a hit so far. Rake. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Guy hits bombs. If you could have Jordan Walker right now or Luis Robert right now, who are you picking and why? Luis Robert. Why?
1: Five two, five two player, five is two he player. A five two a
0: player. He's yes, hurt. Yes, he the time. He's, he's also fast. had injury issues. That's very when he plays.
1: Very fast, great fielder, easy power. Yeah, I would take him. I feel like he's going to have an insane MLB career over Jordan Walker. Right now, hell yeah,
0: easy. If if the cards came, Jordan to Walker's today,
1: played like fucking ten games, bro.
0: <laughs> it's a four hour drive to Chicago. I just did it. like you get him here. Boom! You start the process of the rebuilding now. He's your piece he's in two to three years,
1: and then they then they have to trade him in four years because <laughs> they're not going to sign him to a ten-year right. contract. And we're going to blow right. it up, it out. start it over again.
0: I figured it out. I figured it okay. out. Liam Hendricks yep. comes back from cancer, closes yep. out every game against every. Congrats good on team beating he it, faces. by the way, Liam.
1: Good job, bud.
0: Yes, good job, Liam. We're still proud of you, regardless. You're going to go out and you're going to beat every good team that yep. you face. Otherwise, like the bad ones that you face that you actually close out uh, and you won the World <laughs> Series because you did that. Anyways, Unbelievable. anyways, Unbelievable. anyways. <laughs> okay. so Liam comes back and he closes out every single game against yeah. really good teams. And then, just then, we squeak into the playoffs or maybe win the Central. How does that
1: sound? I think the Central Central is completely up for grabs. Cause the thing is, is none of them have an <laughs> MCL. The like lose. the Guardians, yeah. The no, I think it is. Indians. Fuck them. To you, to you. I'm a Guardians guy, just like my Orlando guys. <laughs> um, I think that's probably true. The Twins look a little bit better this year than they were in years past, so I think it's going to be more competitive. And I think the boys need that. And if they can't figure that out, then fuck them all. Is basically where we're at. Cause. This is the time where you're supposed to be competing. This is the time where you're in your your clutch. Like Moncada, like I said, just starting off the year with absolute heater. Sucks to see him go down, but he's not going to be down for long. Tim, down for a couple weeks here. Eloy comes back healthy. We get shit running, and somehow it all works out. That's what I'm hoping for. Is that reasonable? Not really, but that's what I'm
0: hoping for. Do we make some noise at the trade deadline in your eyes? No, because we don't have anything else to trade now.
1: We've run out okay. of guys to trade. So, like, what are you going to Keep Colson in case we have to go with that backup plan. That's kind of where I'm at.
0: Garrett Crochet comes gave- back
1: in a couple weeks. We'll be
0: great. And, you know, I was at the game where he hurt himself. That was sad. That was that sad. That was sad.
1: It was very sad. That was really.
0: <laughs> do we think the White Sox gave up, like, too many good players too early? Like the Trace Thompsons or the. No. You know, I don't think Trace Thompson is that good of a player.
1: I think Trace Thompson, similar to his brother, obviously his brother's a lot better at his individual sport, but
0: I mean, don't even compare those to his sport competitors. No, I'm
1: just the only comparison is that, but they they get hot. So, like, you know, Clay has a chance to put down freaking, you know, 25 and a quarter or whatever he did the other night. Trace Thompson hits three home runs in a game, and then you look at his stats at the end of the year and he hit 220 with, you know, 15 home runs. You're like, well, three of those came in a game. <laughs> so like, what are we actually looking at here? Um, you know, so yeah, I don't think trace is really as good as he looks right now. Um, I think Tatis was obviously a horrible move. Um, I think moving on from Chris Bassett was a horrible move, but if you start doing that, then you can look at basically any team that isn't Tampa Bay.
0: <laughs> because they right. only play so their prospects. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take yeah. the white Sox new menu, and we're going to let them play right field. I figured it out. Done. Like it. We're going to let the new Oscar. Colas looks man. good. He looks all right. He looks don't like take he it from if him. he, if, if he works out, he plays really hard. Is the, and that's yeah. what I'll give to him. Like watching him play the game. He plays hard. He's not fast now, enough. We, though. I'll give you that. Yeah. He's not fast enough, but he doesn't necessarily need to be. He covers far more ground than Eloy. Which I don't cannon. know how much that's saying. Got Gotta a pretty cannon. good arm. Right. So yeah. we could be trending in the right direction. This podcast will of course covers the White Sox pretty religiously. Uh, we got MLB talk. All season long. So As the season goes
1: that. on, that's the thing. Like Again, this is all smoke and mirrors. This is our immediate beginning of the season reaction. You better believe we'll be talking about the damn Padres at some point. The damn Pirates, 7-4. and four. They're just one game behind winning in the front of their division right now. And don't look now, guys, but the Texas Rangers are 6-4 and, and on top of the AL West.
0: Wow. And then you got the Orioles somehow like coming out, and you're like, how are they that good? They're still good. They're still They're good. They're still good. Don't sleep on the Orioles. There's another yeah. one in the AL East. Sleep True on the statement.
1: Tigers. though I'll
0: tell you that. Always sleep on the Tigers, no matter what. Take a nap, a hard nap on the Tigers. <laughs> and as always, gotta. people, you know, yeah, I mean, you got it. And, and come rain or shine, no matter if we're on the road or wherever we are, we give it to you every single week. Every we single thank you time. so much. Every single time, every Thursday, you know where to be. Thank you so much for joining us week after week. This wouldn't be possible without you. And with all of that, you know what to do. You got to like it. Like it. You got to share it. Share it. You got to rate it. Rate it. Particularly five stars. five stars would be very, very... Or if it's uh, out of 10,
1: do 10. Okay.
0: Or, yeah, yeah, if we got 10, fuck it. We'll take it. And then not <laughs> only that, but we all know you may have a special old man in your life and that guy i'm not talking about your father i mean he could be your father but talking about your more so your grandfather he's a good father's dude. father and yeah your father's father i mean it, this could be a family event if you wanted to but bottom line they should know about the podcast right because this could be something as a family you guys could do easter was literally three or four days ago now what an I mean, opportunity so, what an opportunity to listen to the Taxi Squad podcast as a family. There's usually sports on the Masters, is under, there's baseball. Just saying, if you didn't do that, you got to share it with your grandfather. And as always, we'll see you next week. Peace.